What up, what up, my friends? Welcome back to Vibin' and Thrivin'. Thank you guys so much. For those of you who listened to my first episode, first off, if you listened, thank you so much. That means so much. And then secondly, if you listened and you reached out to me and you expressed, I don't know, just your interest in future episodes and you told me that you enjoyed it and you told me what you liked about it and you told me that you were supporting me that just that means so much and and you you don't have to reach out to me and let me know what you think that was just some of you went the extra mile honestly just listening is is enough to know that people are listening to it so i just wanted to start out with just how grateful i am for all the support that i've gotten i'm really really overwhelmed honestly i can't get over it it's it's a huge blessing to see that people are enjoying what I have to say and that people are interested in my my future in this. So I, I just had to get that uh, out of the way and let you guys know that I'm super duper thankful. I want to jump right in because I do have a couple stories to tell today. And I know that a lot of you were kind of bummed that the first episode wasn't more eventful. <laughs> but it's definitely going to be from here on out just going forward. Uh, Hopefully I can get some permission from the people in my life to share the stories with you because although, yes, they're my stories, they're not entirely, it's not entirely my place to just kind of throw them out there. So I am going to have to talk to some friends about sharing some things, but you know, I really want to because I think that they're extremely enjoyable to both tell and to hear. I know that I love hearing the crazy wacky stories my friends have about their friends and family. So I'm super pumped uh, about that. Jumping right in to my vibin' and thriving from last week, my vibin' moment was definitely when I got to see my family again. I missed them. I definitely did. They came and visited me in September, about a month into college, just to kind of see me in person. You know, that was the longest that really anyone in my family has gone without seeing me, uh, especially my youngest sister, because my siblings, like I said, are are seven and fourteen, and so. For the seven-year-old, her name is Ava. It was, I know it was hard for her. She jumped out of the minivan and like ran up to me and gave me the biggest hug. And of course, my dad being the sap that he is for his daughters, he got it on video and he was, you know, oh, that's precious. He just, what a guy, what a character my dad is. Um, But anyway, that was back in September. So when I got to see them in November, toward the end of November, that was huge because that was another two months. You know, it was twice as long as before. And so they were all super excited to see me. But I think my my vibe and moment in particular was my best friend in the entire world was home from college too. And she goes to school in Mississippi. So I really don't see her at all. We talk as much as we can, but we're both busy. So we kind of have this mutual understanding that, you know, we're not going to be talking every day like we were in, in high school. And and we we do try, but it's just not the same. So when I saw her in person, that was just epic. I mean, it was it was so cool to see her and uh, get to hug her and everything. And so she actually came over to our backyard at, at my home. We have this really neat setup where we can sit on our porch and put a screen up and set up a projector and watch a movie. So we watched a Christmas movie 
with my family and my best friend. And she's basically like our fourth daughter anyway. <laughs> Whoa, not my fourth daughter. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> she's the fourth daughter in our family. And so it was really nice for all of us to be able to see her, not just me. It was cooler for me, but my mom was super pumped too. And my dad likes to make fun of her and everything. We all have a pretty cool relationship, which I'm super duper blessed to have. I really am. That was just such a vibe, sitting, drinking hot chocolate with my family and watching a Christmas movie. We watched we watched Good Luck Charlie, It's Christmas, because why not? And yeah, you know, why wouldn't you? <laughs> and then my thriving was this past week was finals week. I know it was for a lot of colleges, a lot of students. They might have had them earlier, but I know that a few campuses where my friends attend, they were this past week. And I don't really get stressed about tests. And I, I still didn't about these finals, but there were a couple of instances where I was a little concerned about how I might perform on the tests. But when all was said and done, I I had all three exams on one day. So I had four total, but I had three on one day and then one uh, a little bit later. So the day that I had all three, I woke up, had my coffee, did my devotion, just really started my day off right. And then I, I did it. I took all those exams and I killed every single one of them. I felt, I felt good about all of them. And then my grades came back and I was as pleased with how I did. So for me, that is just, if you're a college student out there, you know, that is just a huge weight lifted to be done with those things. And especially when you know that you did everything you could. Oh, I just yawned. I am, I am very tired. the The past couple of weeks have taken a lot out of me. Again, I know that if you're a college kid, you're we're on the same page. So those were just two really great moments from the past couple of weeks since I've talked to you guys, and I I hope y'all have had moments like that as well. Especially those of you who are with your families who can be. To those of you who aren't with your families because maybe you can't, especially like extended families, I my heart goes out to you. I know that we're still stuck in a really weird time with everything going on in our country and in our world. I know that that's tough. So I just I hope that you guys are appreciating the moments that you get with your family and your friends and you're continuing to, to be safe in everything and do everything intelligently when you do gather. So I do want to talk about my family and about the relationships I have with them. And on this topic of friendship, which is going to be kind of the overarching theme for the next several episodes, I want to talk about the voluntary aspect of friendship because, you know, (laughs) some of your friends do fall in your lap. But when you think about it, you still have to choose to, to be friendly toward them and to be their friend. And when I say fall in your lap, a lot of your friends are just circumstantial or geographic <laughs> in the sense that, you know, like if your friends come from school, that's because, you know, you I go to school at Baylor, so my college friends are going to be Baylor students as well. That's That's environmental. I mean, they're here because we all made the decision to go to Baylor. The next step in that is we're all having to make the decision to be each other's friend. That is a voluntary thing. You're volunteering yourself up 
to be there for someone. I mean, there's this blood-based connection that we have with with kin. And I know that some people aren't really close with their families. And for me, that's just heartbreaking. But, you know, you, you are connected to them by blood. So whether you want to be in their lives physically, it doesn't really matter because you are in their life by blood. And... Um, sometimes those are the hardest people to choose. And I just kind of want to give my perspective on how I had to decide to be friends with my family. And I'm going to preface this with, I do think it's really frustrating when kids think that their parents are their friend in the sense that they're no longer a parent, you know? I mean, they're still your authority figure and they're still in charge of you. At the end of the day, they still tell you what to do and it's still their job to protect you and to to care about you. So I do think that sometimes like there's a line when you consider your mom or your dad your best friend, they're still an authority over you. So that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about, oh, be best friends with your mom, mom and dad and your siblings. That's not necessarily what I mean. But I do think that there's an appropriate level of friendship that you can reach when you have this understanding and this ability to just be open with each other and to tell them anything. And so hopefully, I'm I'm just going to share a couple of stories and then elaborate on them later about, I mean, how, how my relationship with my family has changed over the years. And so I just want to start, I want to hone in on my sister and my mom. So, thus begins my first ever podcast story time. Oh my goodness, this is so exciting. Uh, basically, one of the first times I really bonded with my mom and my sister and I knew that like we were going to be okay was, oh gosh, maybe a year and a half back. So this was pre-coronavirus pandemic. Um, we were, I don't know why we were going out, but we went to Walmart at about midnight. And I have a feeling it's because, you know, we were all awake and we were bored. And my mom was like, let's go get cookies, you know, let's go get cookie dough. Or I think I might've suggested that we go get ice cream or cookies or fill in the blanket or something. I know we were out to get food. I know we were out to get food. And we went to the store and we walk up in Walmart at midnight already a funny scene, you know, just the typical characters that you see in Walmart. Just picture it with me, okay? We walk in and we walk past like the women's clothes to go get to the the freezers in the back where we were going to look for whatever. Let's just call it cookie dough. We That was our mission. <laughs> and we walk by this huge bra now just stay with me. Stay with me. This is not going where you think. I saw this huge bra and I straight up took that thing off the hanger and I put it around my knees and I got, I hiked down in a position like I was, or I got down in the position like I was about to hike a ball, like a football. And I was like, <laughs> I was talking to my sister about it. And I was like, dude, these are huge. I put them around my knees like they were knee pads. Then I got in that football position to to hike a ball and my sister was just rolling and my mom was rolling. Right off the bat, I knew this is different. I mean, normally they wouldn't laugh about that type of thing. You know, they wouldn't, I mean, we were in public. 
normally they're embarrassed by my antics in public. But I was so relieved because they, they cracked, they cracked a laugh. I was like, oh my gosh, this is different. And so then I, I don't know what possessed me to voice this idea, but I thought, what if, (laughs) hey, hey mom, hey Adeline, what if we run around Walmart and we look for different things, just random items, and we try and make a full football uniform with them in Walmart? And my mom and my sister's jaws dropped and they went, let's do it. And I was so shocked. I was just amazed that they would agree to something so dumb and so stupid. I mean, I do that stuff all the time when I'm with my friends and even when I'm by myself places, I just act a fool, you know? And so we just took a huge detour, you know, just like forgetting about our initial mission entirely. And we're running through the the baby aisles to look for stuff. And we're going to the um, the silverware and stuff. I, I at one point I had like forks and spoons just to act as I don't I don't even know. I, I can't tell you everything that compiled this 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 uniform ultimately, but we were running through the toy section and the kids section and at one point I had like pillows up my shirt and when we finally got everything done, oh I had like a kitchen bowl on my head as a helmet. I had baseball mitts on my shoulders as like shoulder pads and I had one of those children's floaties you know that like has like a chest float and then arm floaties like sleeves I had that on (laughs) and I had I still had the bra wrapped around my knees and I just the whole ensemble was ridiculous and hilarious there's a picture floating around somewhere in either my snapchat memories or on my mom's facebook page because yes of course i let her post it why not (laughs) and we finally got the whole thing together it just i mean my sister and my mom were in tears laughing i was just so flattered honestly that they would want to do something goofy and ridiculous like that that i wanted to do and I tell that just to just to say that was the moment that I knew we were going to be okay. And why do you ask? Well, my mother and my sister are very different from me. I am very much the extrovert. I don't necessarily care what people think about me in public, strangers. I I want to be seen as fun. I want to do all the things. I want to do all the adventurous things. And I want to go on the spontaneous Walmart runs at midnight. And I want to act dumb. And I want to do things because they're fun and because they make people smile. And my sister and my mom are just very calm and reserved and very caring people. They're very tender people. They love serving others and they love doing everything via a plan or just via a schedule and they love order and I'm very, I don't need order. (laughs) So just the, the contrast between our personalities hasn't always allowed us to get together and bond. So I think one of the biggest moments that I realized that I had to choose to love them 
even though they were different from me, was in that moment because I was realizing, you know, am I am I making them do this? Am I am I being too pushy with my, you know, outgoing personality? Because I know that they're different, but I don't think I realized that, you know, that we could still be the same in certain aspects. And it was one of the biggest lessons that I could learn, you know, learning to love my sister and my mom because I love, I, I do love them so much because they do have huge hearts and we do get along. And I just think that it was so crazy for us to be at odds for so long because of a rift caused by my refusal to accept their personality. I always wanted them to be more like me. But after that night, I realized they are like me. I don't know why I was being so pushy. Um, one thing in particular, I think, when it comes to choosing those people in your life to, to be around, especially when it comes to family, is, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, man. Oh. Well, just, just one thing that I think is important is you have to understand that, you know, the people in your life that you choose are the people that you're going to want to keep around. And I think it's really beneficial when the people you choose to be around are the people who can't really leave. I mean, you know, I know that blood doesn't make a family, but that bond is really important. And I think that if you can have a strong relationship with the people in your family, it can change everything. And I am lucky to have family members who understand me and love me and siblings I get along with. And I'm not saying all of this to brag. I'm saying all of this to say maybe, maybe you do have a situation where, you know, it's it feels virtually impossible to forgive a family member or it feels virtually impossible to forgive a sibling. I just want you guys to know that I went through a period of time where I absolutely just did not get along with my mom. I, I treated her poorly and she just tried to be the best mom she could. And I was just a bad daughter and that's the truth of it. And I think back on those times and it's really heartbreaking to me to know that I used to treat her that way. Now that I've come to the realization that, yeah, my mom and I are different, but not in the areas that matter. In the areas that matter, we love each other the same. We want to serve others the same. We want to have fun. I mean, these are the things that I think that people forget when they have a falling out with a family member. Now, I don't want to be attacked for the things I'm about to say because I'm honestly just tossing this out there as friendly advice. My friendly advice, my loving advice is just volunteer yourself to be a friend to your family member. I mean, I know that, especially my generation, I feel like we're so disconnected from our parents because they grew up at a time where 
they were raised by somebody who didn't necessarily believe the most socially acceptable things for nowadays. And I don't think that we should hold that against them. I think the best thing that you can do, if you have a family member who you disagree with, or you're not necessarily friendly with, the best thing you can do is just be loving. I mean, I don't, I don't mean loving as in grab them and try and teach them how to care about people that are different than them. Because you can't do that. You can't change a heart. Only God can change a heart. But the best thing that you can do is be an example, you know, be loving, swallow your pride, forgive that person. They don't have to forgive you. That's fine. Maybe you've wronged each other, but maybe you can step up and say, I'm going to be loving to you. I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to show you the real me and you're either going to love it or you're not. Because the, the moment that I started doing that with my family was the moment that I realized that we actually agree on a lot and we can talk to each other about it and we can bond about it and it's just super nice. It is just the best feeling to know that I was able to set aside my pride during a time in my life when I just thought that I was way better than my mom and way better than my sister because I was an extrovert. What? I mean, the fact that I was at one point thinking like that is just awful. I mean, it makes me think, I hope I never made anybody else feel like that because at the end of the day, I feel like we all have extroverted and introverted tendencies. And it's not like the extroverts are better or the introverts are better because we're all people and we've all got things that we're dealing with and we deal with them in different ways. But if you choose, if you go out of your way to volunteer yourself to understand that person better and you choose to love them for who they are and understand how their mind works, dude, that is just incredible. Life would be so much better if we all did that, not just with our friends, but with our family. And imagine if you just made your family your friends. That's just, it would be so cool to me to be able to talk to other people in my life and to know that they have a good relationship with their mom, a good relationship with their dad, a good relationship with their older brother, who's six years older, with their older sister who's married and has kids. You know, I, I want that for people because I feel like it is just so healthy. And it is so happy. And, you know, a lot of people talk about their trauma and they make jokes about their trauma. And trust me, I, I cope in the exact same way. I cope in the exact same way. But I think there's something unhealthy about how my generation has decided to just be okay with that. There's a difference between being okay with trauma and accepting trauma and moving on. Because there's a complacency about it nowadays, I feel like. You just, you know, you use your little sparkle emojis and you say, haha, childhood trauma. Okay, how about taking that childhood trauma and turning it into a story that you can tell as a transformative one? I hope that's a word. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have some deep issues with both of my parents from a long time ago. But the best part is, 
we've moved on from it. We've healed from it because we've communicated and we've we've fought for each other and we've chosen each other. And I think that's so special. And like I said, I'm not bragging. I'm hoping that this can be a happy example, you know, just just a way for you guys to see that it is possible for those things in your life to heal. But what you have to do is you have to choose each other. And I didn't mean to preach at y'all. I didn't mean to make this um, soapboxy. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to apologize for it. Because I feel like a lot of my friends' lives would just flourish if they would set aside their pride and approach their parents, approach their siblings. So I, I hope that you guys appreciate what I have to say. And I... I just encourage you to be a friend to somebody this week, be loving, be kind, do all the things. I will catch you on the flip side.